Protectorate Productions Comedy Showcase. Here we go. Bells in the Bat Free, John Bell's show, can be found at thebatfree.com on the Mutual Audio Network and finer podcast sites. Maybe he's in his lab. Let me check. Now, there's a note on the door. Dear Mr. Bell, if you need me, I am in the med... med he writes very much like he talks. Med something room. Okay, let's walk down the hall here. First, I'll check the medication room. Take one of these every 12 hours. Will that get rid of my cold? I don't know. Who knows? It might. Okay, thank you. Wait just a second. By law, I have to read you the possible side effects. Side effects? Side effects may include dizziness, shortness of breath, longness of tongue, tingling in your toes, loss of hair, loss of memory, loss of friends, bad breath, runny nose, nosy neighbors, neuritis, neuralgia, coughing, sneezing, blurry vision, nearsightedness, farsightedness, nosightedness, robocalls, near death, death, wishing for death, an appreciation for reality TV, a tendency to say what? What? Fallen arches, arch enemies, lack of bladder control, loss of appetite, body odor, and an advanced desire to take dangerous risks. Still want the prescription? Sure, sounds like fun. Here you go. Next, I'll try the mediation room. I want it. Can't have it. 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 Of course you know this means war. Not in there. Maybe he's in the meditation room. Arnie? Arnie, is that you? Oh, hello, Mr. Bell. I didn't see you come in. What are you doing here in the meditation room, Arnie? I'm preparing for my trapeze act, Mr. Bell. What do you think I'm doing in the meditation room? I'm meditating. Oh, what are you meditating about? Well, Mr. Bell, I have to come to grips with some bad news. I just found out. Bad news, huh? Yes, very bad news, Mr. Bell. Would you like to share it with me, Arnie? Sure, sit down on your meditation mat. Okay. Now you got to cross your legs in yoga style. I don't know if I can really do that. Sure you can. No, Mr. really, my legs I'll aren't designed for... Comfy? No. Good. That means you're doing it right. Just tell me what the bad news is so I can sit in a chair like a normal person. Hi, Mr. Bell. I... I went to see a doctor, mm-hmm. and he had me lay down on the table, mm-hmm. and he examined me, mm-hmm. and he told me, I'm not long for this world. Arnie? Yes, Mr. Bell? Can I sit in a chair? Oh, yeah, okay, sorry, here, let me help you out. Oh, oh okay, oh, here, oh, sit right here. Oh, oh. Okay, um, you said you were... Not long for this world. Yes, Mr. Bell, that's what he said. And this is this is true. You're not making this up. I wouldn't do that, Mr. Bell. And your doctor was being frank. George, actually. George, okay, whatever. Well, did he tell you how how long you've got? Yes, Mr. Bell. He did. He was quite specific. Well, how long have you got? Five foot one. How's that again? I'm five foot one, Mr. Bell. That's how long I've got. I'm not following. The average person on the planet is five foot six, Mr. Bell, and I'm only five foot one. That's how tall you are. Unless I'm laying down on a table, then that's how long I am. And I'm not long for this world, Mr. Bell. I'm short. So you're not dying. Dying? Dying what? My hair? No. My shirt? No. Early Easter eggs? Never mind. It doesn't matter. I'm... 
I'm sorry that you're not long for this world. I'm thinking of getting some escalator shoes. You do that, Arnie. And right now I'd like to present a new feature here on the show. Ooh, that might cheer me up. It's sort of a short subject. <laughs> oh, short subject. No, I'm, I'm sorry, Arnie. I, I didn't mean... Hey, got to check out Mike Williams. Here he is. Once you listen to him, then go over to Mike Williams Comedy over on YouTube. That attention deficit disorder. Now, you probably never would have guessed that. Okay. <laughs> See, I, I pretty much have outgrown it now because I'm, I'm 40. Okay. I'm 40 years old. I, to help you understand how that fits in, I grew up three years before the invention of Ritalin. Okay. <laughs> I grew up under an experimental medication called the belt. Okay. So that was, <laughs> that was my history. Before there was that story show with James Kennison over at NLCast.com that stood for Nobody's Listening. Here's a clip from that old classic version of what is still a good show today. I was at Walmart the other day, and my I was I usually go and take uh, my daughter off, uh, and we just walk around the store breaking stuff so that my wife can shop mm-hmm. Jenna Free. And uh, instead of putting her in a cart this week, I was like, you know what? Let me put her on the floor. We'll have her have her walk around. I'll just follow her around and see see what she sees. And man, yeah. it was awesome. She she's walking down and she saw a sewing kit with a butterfly on the top. And she's like, ooh, 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 and she just loved that. And uh, then we got to the aisle where it was just nothing but those fake flowers. And she was like, flowers, flowers, and she was just all amazed by the entire all the flowers. And it was just really cool because you know watching and seeing things through through a little girl's eyes is just so awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got through the toy aisle. She went down. Every Every single toy and touched it and poked buttons and learned how to make dinosaurs talk and all kinds of junk like that. And and then I was like kind of interested in some stuff across the way. So I'm I kind of got my back to her and I'm looking and then I hear her go, uh oh, yucky, uh oh, yucky. And I turn around and dude, she has gotten a hold. She'd been messing with bottles of uh, the the glue that they use to put puzzles together. Puzzle glue? Yeah, puzzle glue. There you go. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I was wondering what the name was. That's genius. Uh, and so one of them undoubtedly had been cracked, and it's all over her hands, mm-hmm. and she's starting to rub them together, and the little black nuggets yeah, are forming that yeah. you got when you're a kid, you know, when you get uh, glue on your hands. Uh, so I'm like, oh, man, don't get it on your clothes, girl. Put put your hands together, and, and I pick her up, and, I, and she's facing uh, out from me. I've got her across my chest, and she's she's like – just right there and i walk her all the way to the front because her mama just called me told me it's time to go so uh i get to the front and i'm like uh jen i gotta go to the bathroom real quick and wash her hands she's got glue all over her hands and i look down i look down and jenna's trying to pull her hands apart okay. her hands are glued together like dude. like what like like, like she's praying <laughs> I thought she was just being really good, hold her hands together and not get them on her clothes. I'd, I'd even complimented her on it. You're being such a good girl. And, and she's probably down there going, I have no hope of ever growing up and using both my hands, but I will be obedient to my father. So anyway, the old lady that was in line in front of Jen turns around and she's immediately concerned and she's yeah. not saying anything, but she's like horrified because, and I, me and Jen are cracking jokes. I'm like, yeah, you got to know better than to leave her with me. And Jen's like, man, go wash her up. Well, anyway, I go wash her up and come back and immediately, you know, the water hits the hands. The, yeah. It comes apart. It's not like a real glue. Uh, but the old lady's walking by with her husband when I'm coming out and she goes, uh, how did you get it off of her? And I says, uh. 
I said, oh, it wasn't a big deal. It was just, you know, as soon as the water hit it, it came apart. And I go to Jen, and she's like, yeah, man, she was asking all kinds of questions after you left. Like, oh, can you trust her with him with her? And, uh, oh, you know, what kind of glue was that? And she's all amazed. I bet she had her cell phone out and was about to call the hotline, you know, the child <laughs> abuse hotline. But anyway, her hands are fine, obviously. But, yeah. dude, that's stinking hilarious. And, it's um, pretty good. <laughs> thank you, David, for your support. Yeah. I'll be sure to laugh at yours just as greatly as you're laughing at mine. Well, guys, we'll be right back after a word from someone else that we actually think you might enjoy other than us. Do Christians ever reject God? In Old Testament times, Israel had the best defense and offense against the Philistines and any other enemy that tried to bother them. They had God himself on their side. He would lead them, he would guide them, and he would keep them safe. Yet Israel wanted a king like other nations. God gave them what they wanted, but told them they rejected him. They'd rejected the one true God to put a man in charge. They would not be confident in God. They wanted a king. Many of us think how foolish they were, and what a mistake they made. But wait a moment. Where do you put your trust? Who has your confidence? You see, I fear we are all somewhat guilty of a similar sin. We pay lip service to God, but our confidence lies in man, in some political leader or personality. We look to them to see what they will do long before we ever look to the one true God. If God called what Israel did rejecting him, then what have we done? Countering the culture in our quest for truth, this is Nathan Caldwell with Countershock. To find all we have to offer at the Life Truth Network, go to life-truth.com. Hey, check out this newcomer to the showcase, Dan McGowan. After you listen to him, you can check out his website over at danmcgowan.com. My dad recently died, and he was in the hospital, and, and uh, you know, went to see him, and it was kind of tough to see him with all the tubes and the wires and the machines and all that, and all the noises, and he was tired and wanted to rest. So I let him take a nap, and I went and got a, a coffee down at the cafeteria. I'm coming back, going up the hallway, and I hear this. And in a panic, I ran into his room. And I found him sitting up in bed, watching TV, and what was on was The Price is Right. And that price bill was going around. Your attention, please. This is a message of great importance to both my fellow Americans and those listening in other countries. As you know, we are currently experiencing a worldwide economic crisis. Here in America, as well as in some other countries, the government has taken the responsibility to restore certain companies to solvency with a bailout of many billions of dollars. The reasoning is that if these companies that provide products that touch every person in the country, nay, the globe, were to cease making a profit, then they would fail, resulting in financial calamity for the world economy. I would like to point out that in this time of bailouts, there is one industry that touches us all, that provides a product that every citizen can benefit from, that has never made a profit from its inception some years ago and has not asked for a bailout. I'm speaking, of course, 
of the podcasters of the world. Men and women and kids in spare bedrooms, basements, and other nooks and crannies cranking out podcasts that are funny, informative, musical, artistic, banal, odd, bizarre, boring, and sometimes downright disgusting. What could be more American? Yet podcasters have not solicited Congress for bailout funds. Podcasters are voluntarily continuing to create shows that return not one red cent simply because they believe in whatever nut job idea they espouse. Podcasters do not demand. We beg. So the next time you're listening to a podcast, a free podcast, think about the people who have worked so hard to bring it to you. And when you see that PayPal button, why not donate a spare billion dollars or two? Remember, listening to podcasts isn't a right. It's a privilege. I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free at TheBatFree.com, thanking you in advance for your support. Here's something from Fred Passmore and John Lawhon from Sheaf Laughs Comedy. You can find that over at ChristianSkitScripts.com. And uh, everyone listening, what What is that? Are you a bugler? Who are you? No, no, I'm I'm Fred Passmore. Help! Help! Police! A thief is infecting on the premises! No, no, don't do that. Possibly even a molester of helpless old ladies! Help! I, I'm not a burglar. Please, calm down. Odds are you'd like that, I'll wager. I'll not be ravished by the likes of you. <laughs> ravished? Take warning, Violet. you got the wrong I've trained to the art of self-defense by London's best Bobby, my late husband. Lady, you must not be feeling good. Here, let me lend you a hand. Sit down. Take that! <laughs> Help! Help! Police! Help! Somebody! I'm being attacked by a crazy lady! Crazy, am I? I'll show you crazy! Am I bomb enough for you now? Okay, now I'm really scared. Please don't hurt me. Just take what you came for and leave. I came for the rubbish, but what are you doing here? I own this studio. I'm recording my weekly program. Who are you? Oh! I'm Ms. Duba, domestic help for hire. <sighs> a bloke named known. Jeremiah called me up and asked me to cover for him whilst he takes his jolly holiday. Oh, man. I wish you'd give me more warning before he springs some of his help on me. Well, I'm right sorry, lad, about boxing your <sighs> ears. Oh, never mind. Oi, did I drop a clanger. Helpless little old ladies like me can't be too careful. Uh, here's the trash. Ooh, what's this? Empty candy wrappers? Uh, a little leftover Halloween candy. And a six-pack of empty cans of something called Yoo-Hoo. Blimey, boy. Eating this much scrummy junk, you're going to be snooking into making pavement pizza. I'm really starting to miss Jeremiah and his stories. Stories? Well, I'm just busted with stories and cracking jokes. Oh, no, no, that, that's not necessary, really. <laughs> Sit down there, son. This one's a killer. Huh. A bloke absolutely hated his wife's cat. He did and decided to give him the boot one day. So he drove the cat 20 blocks away and left it at the park. When he got home, the cat was walking up the driveway. So the day after, he decided to drive the cat 40 blocks away and put him out. When he got home, there was the cat. He kept taking the cat further and further and the cat would always beat him home. So he picked up the cat and drove him miles away, made a right, then a left, went past the bridge, then right again, and another right, and drove for miles again. About 
three hours later, the bloke called his wife and said, Jen, is the cat there? His wife said, yeah, he's here in the kitchen lapping up his milk. Why? And the bloke said, put that blooming jack on the phone. I'm lost and I need directions. <laughs> that was funny, actually. Hey, that one dug up my funny bone and chewed on it. Well, I've got to shove you along, boy. No time to stand around and chinwag. But next time I swing by, give me some warning before you leap out and startle me. I might not be so gentle. Oh, boy. Toodaloo. <sighs> Goodbye. You know, if you enjoy listening to comedy and would like to do it yourself, you can. For free comedy and drama scripts for you or your drama team to perform, go to www.christianskitscripts.com. Plus, you'll find soundtrack CDs you can purchase to enhance your performance of the skits. It's do-it-yourself Christian comedy at christianskitscripts.com. Here's something you may have heard before, but it's worth repeating. Uh, Quinn, <laughs> I, uh, I uh, dreamed that, uh, well, no, yeah, I did. I dreamed that I died. No, I didn't either. I didn't either. I dreamed that my, no, I didn't dream at all. <laughs> if you don't dream at all, you may need to see a doctor. Well, my uncle did die. No. Yeah, he did. Well, that's bad. No, that's good. If he's good. Yeah, see, he was rich. And he left me a million dollars. A million dollars. A million. That's good. Well, I thought it was good until the government got a hold of it, and they took half of it, so that's bad. Yeah, that is bad. Yeah, that, that's still good. It's good. Yeah, because, see, even though they took half of it, I still had enough money to buy me an airplane. An airplane? I did. Got, I had enough money to do what I wanted to do with it. Well, did you learn to... I learned to fly it. Sure did. Well, that's good! I uh, know that's bad. That's bad. Yeah, because when I learned to fly, I got to feeling real confident, you know. And, and I started flying around, and I started flying upside down, and I fell out of that airplane. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, well, no, not so bad. Not bad. Well, what would you call a thing? I'd call it good. Good? Yeah, because when I looked down, I was falling down there, no parachute. As I was falling down, I seen this big old haystack right below, right below. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's, that's bad. That's bad. Yeah, because when I looked down again, I saw this big old pitchfork right in the middle of that haystack, and it was aimed right at me. Oh, that's bad. No, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I missed the pitchfork. Oh, you missed the pitchfork. Oh, that is good. No, that's bad. That's bad. I missed the haystack too. Oh. <laughs> Honey, this toilet paper is so soft. I know, but I need to warn you. Warn me? Ha! Ha! It's so luxurious. Y yes, but you really shouldn't. Oh, yes, I should. Did you know that Noah's brand toilet paper is the world's first and only 22-ply toilet paper? Yes, dear, but it makes using the bathroom a breeze. That's true enough, as long as you don't... Oh, that's disgusting! No, it's brand toilet paper. So soft, so luxurious. Just don't flush, or there'll be another flood. Uh, baby, where do we put the outboard motor? Shut up! Shut up! 
other co-host, uh, The Frog, as we've been calling Nathan and Caldwell, had to work. And so I just uh, wanted to present a couple of things, and oh, I wonder if that's an emergency or some kind of interruption for something. Let me find out. Hello, Nathan the Frog here, your action quest reporter. I'm live on the floor of Malmart, interviewing the man on the street. Oh. Uh, that man in the aisles. There's a customer now. Yay! Sir, what brings you to Malmart today? Who, me? Yes, sir. We're interviewing people to see how God protects and provides for them. May I ask what brings you to Malmart? Well, I'd rather not say. Oh, I see. That toilet paper aisle is back the way he came. Three aisles into the... What? No, nothing like that. Did you come to shop for provisions to your superhero lair? Yay! I don't know what you mean. What makes you think I'm a superhero? Or have a lair? The spandex tights and cape gave it away. Now, right over here, we have a nice selection of pocket protectors. Oh, I see. But I really don't need one. I really don't have any pockets. Yes, sir. I can see that now. Um, are those antlers? My, aren't you the observant one? Now, can you direct me to where I can find a tire patch for my moose mobile? Ha! The moose mobile! Lost its wheel, did it? You don't have a sidekick who laid an egg, do you? Ha! Did the Joker get away? I don't find that funny. You must have me confused with someone else. But no, the Moose Mobile only has a flat tire. I work alone, so I don't have a sidekick. And yes, he did get away, but his name is not the Joker. Please accept my apology then. But yes, for tire patches, go down this aisle, past the lily pad furnishings department, then hang a left just before the tadpole and nursery goods. Keep going straight. You can't miss it. If you say so, this has not been one of my good days. I hope you find everything you need. This has been Nathan T. Frog, your action reporter. Now, back to our regularly scheduled podcast. Oh, more interruptions. Okay, let's see what this one here is about. This is your Action Quest News reporter, Nathan T. Frog, live on the floor of Malmart. We're interviewing people on God's good provisions. Here's another customer. Yay! 
Hello, sir. What brings you to Walmart today? I'm looking for a... Hey, are you a frog? At your service, Nathan T. Frog, to be precise. I'm here to interview... Do you think you can jump up there and grab me one of those boxes of paper clips? Absolutely! I'm here at your service! <laughs> hey, that was pretty impressive. You really are a frog. You don't get legs like these for nothing, you know. Does Mawart sell butter and maybe some mushrooms? Yes, sir, right over there in the food department. Are you planning on frying up some juicy flies? That does sound good. Nothing says loving like freshly baked flies. Right out of the oven. Yay! That's what I always say. Flies? No, nothing like that. I was more interested in... Well, I was wondering... Wondering what? Would you like to come to my house for dinner tonight? Um, not really. Are you staring at my legs? I just love frogs. Especially frog legs. Especially frog legs slathered in butter and mushroom sauce. Ooh. I don't like the way you said that, mister. Um, what did you say your name was? I didn't say, but it's Antichrist. Did you say? I'm Antichrist. That's what I thought you said. Well, folks, it's time for this reporter to... <laughs> Come back Stay tuned for news at 11 and more on how God protects and provides for Yikes! There's another one of those interruptions. Let's see what this one's all about. Hello. <laughs> Nathan T. Frog here, hiding from Antichrist, live, for now, on the floor of Walmart. The Lord upholds all who are fallen, and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food in due season. Yes, food in due season. I like that. Uh, 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 come on, God. I'm pretty falling down and bowing down. I could use some help. Aha, there you are, my little green hopicicle. Come over here and jump into my belly. satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, 
and kind in all his works. Satisfy the desire of every living thing? What about frogs? Where's the kindness in that? The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. Come on, little froggy. Come to Papa. Somebody save me! Never fear. Wild Moose is here. Unhand that Malwatt reporter, Antichrist. Take that, Wild Moose. Your powers are useless against me. Oh, no, you don't. Put that frog down. What? Who? This is your last warning. Put that frog down. Or else... What are you going to do if I don't? Or else... Or else what? Is Antichrist gone? Do I still have my legs? The Lord preserves all who love him, but the wicked he will destroy. Relax, frog. You're safe with me. What? Who are? Hey, it's you! It's the bear! That's Harry Bear to you, frog. Oh, it's so good to see you! Well, you know, I try to help where I can. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh bless His holy name forever and ever. Hey, that was my line. Sorry, I couldn't help it. Hey, you aren't a frog anymore. Yeah, it happens when the preacher comes out in me. Sorry. That's okay. Hey, I'd like to you to meet one of my friends. Oh yeah? What's his name? I'm a beast! I'm a beast! Well, it's nice to see you, I'm a beast. Hey, you turned into a frog again. Yeah, it happens when I'm going into fictional situations. So, Mr. I'm a Beast, what are you going to do now? Eat the frog! Eat the frog! Uh, this is Nathan T. Frog. Uh, returning you to your regularly scheduled program. Already in progress. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh bless His holy name forever and ever.
We sometimes do parodies, but no copyright infringement is intended. <laughs> That's right, Hero Man! You and Wonder Boy will have your life cut short by that spinning razor blade. <laughs> Holy cut to ribbons, Hero Man! We're in trouble! No, old chump. No, not us. It's Water Guy who's in jeopardy. Okay, I'll ask the question one more time. The question is, or rather the answer, uh, is he will have his head chopped off by a guillotine spinning, swinging on a rope. He will have his head chopped off by a spinning guillotine on a rope. Okay, let's see. Uh, first contestant in this final Jeopardy category of heroes meeting their final ends. We're going to go. Okay, Crepe Suzette, did you get what did you get for your answer? I got who is Hero Man? Oh, I'm sorry, that is incorrect. What did you wager? 5,000. Oh, I'm so sorry, Crepes. Is that, that leaves you with zero. Oh, you didn't do so well. Well, green flashlight. I said, what is Aqua Guy? Oh, I'm sorry, that's Absolutely incorrect. Oh. And Water Guy. I hope you got it right. Well, I say it's who is Water Guy. That is absolutely correct. What did you wager? I wagered everything. Well, that's absolutely amazing, Water Guy, because you got the question absolutely correct and... <laughs> You still lost everything. Holy violent and gruesome ends, Hero Man. That was terrible. <laughs> the Quizmaster got everybody that time. Actually, comedian, they only got Water Guy. Oh, you're absolutely correct. We still got to kill Crepes Suzette in the green flashlight. Ah, but you won't do it in this episode. Why ever not? Because here's the narrator. <laughs> Curses, Hero Man! Foiled again! Will Hero Man and Wonder Boy escape the clutches of the evil comedian? Will Crepe Suzette and the Green Flashlight escape the Quizmaster? Who knows what lurks behind the scenes of this evil plot? Well, tune in next time. Same hero time. Same hero channel.
parody. No copyright infringement is intended. Thanks for listening. TJL would like to remind our listeners that appearance on this program without proper authorization is strictly unusual. Direct from the Protectorate. Protectorate Productions presents... Who knows the mind of a slime lord? (laughs) Who knows what darkness, what evil he will face next? Who knows what filth our doctor will face next? The janitor knows. <laughs> Doctor What, Episode Five: Janitorial Emergency. La la la. What? 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 Huh? What? What? Great! I'm busy looking for a flute. Can't you wait and sound the alarms later? All right! All right! Hey, uh, Doc. The, uh, what's up with the noise? I really wish I knew. Then, then maybe they'd stop. Now that's odd. Sink's done. What? The sink. The one I came to fix. Yeah, fixed it. Oh, great. Now if you could just fix the commode. Isn't one. I looked. Got to go now. Leaving so soon? No, what? No, no, I mean, I really gotta go! Oh, very well, we'll make a pit stop, hmm? Moments later... You were right about one thing. This place is the pits. Well, actually, it's an airliner. Do you find it odd that everybody's tied up? I did find that somewhat unusual, yes. Attention, passengers. Maybe we'll get answers now. Hmm? This is your pilot speaking. We realize that you really didn't have a choice while flying hostage air, but we still would like you to know we really appreciate your participation this evening. This don't sound good, Doc. Doesn't smell good either. Sorry, Doc. That was me. As I sort of clogged the commode. Well, you are a plum, Lord. Can't you fix it? Afraid not. I'm not licensed for aircraft. Only tapuses. We are a step down in a sense, I suppose. Not from this one. I wonder how long it will take us to get noticed. Hmm. Try the last line a, a, a bit louder, perhaps. 
How long will it take a hint, a hint before we intruders? See what I did there? Yes, it's quite nice. Keep going. How long will it take before we intruders are noticed? Oh, that should do it. We interrupt this program for an emergency weather report. From our news studio here at TJL, here is Emotional. <laughs> like, am I on, man? Cool. Okay, we just got word that there is a 100% chance of incoming weather to your area, dudes. That's right. Weather is on the way right now. We now return you to the program already in progress, no matter how much you beg otherwise. That's right. <laughs> I called you here. And if it wasn't for you, I doubt this would have turned out as good as it has. <laughs> eh, who knows, right? The janitor knows. a good day and remember laughter it's a really good medicine be sure to go to bit.ly slash funny community to join our funny community comment on episodes and who knows what else that's bit.ly slash funny community <laughs> 